Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It All Goes Back to Sonic. Uh, the, uh, I am me, the person speaking. I'm Dorko for you, and joining me are uh, Bob, Harvick, and Megafire. Usually this is the part where I talk about the comics, the specific issues we read, but I thought maybe uh, I could correct myself on something I said a couple episodes ago. <laughs> where, uh, I mean, I, to give myself credit, I, I remember saying something like at least like, I haven't double checked, but I remember hearing like, <laughs> like this is going back to the thing about um, the Sonic Heroes manual calling Eggman a feminist, and I said like I heard like it might have been a mistranslation that he was a womanizer, and then like you know like I guess like the other day I, I felt like randomly double checking that <laughs> trying to find a source I guess you could say. Uh, <laughs> I think funnily enough my my. Um, my path to f figuring this out was to Google Eggman Womanizer. <laughs> <laughs> I found... I, I want to know what like, you got. So I, I found a red Reddit post like saying that and then someone being like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> it it kind of goes back to that, that adage of uh, when you want an answer, instead of asking a question, you say something wrong and that's how you get the answer. <laughs> So, so wait, then what was it in the end? It turned out to be kind of interesting because it turns out the original like uh, Japanese manual it doesn't say anything like that at all. <laughs> Man, it's so strange. The Japanese manual is blank. There's just no entry. <laughs> so apparently, uh, it turns out that whoever translated it they pulled from different sources. So actually. Uh, mm, the translation took partially from Eggman's character profile on the official Sonic X website. So apparently it was Sonic X that was like, Eggman's a feminist. So th that's a fun fact. So it wasn't a womanizer, he's, he's actually a feminist. Yeah, so, and this, this is a part that also cracked me up. It's like, so, what's the Japanese word for feminist? And, oh, feministo. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever whoever pulled that out of their ass of like uh actually it meant womanizer they were they were, they were full of it <laughs> yeah they were full of shit and i don't know i don't That's know right. how that rumor started it it must have been something like this must, like me when i spread misinformation on <laughs> like i i don't i couldn't i don't remember where i heard that from but it I'm guessing that's just one of those things that floats around, even though it's completely not true at all. <laughs> Surely nobody would lie on the internet. No like way. Like something but someone right. said in like the playground or something. <laughs> that's right. We here, at all, it all goes back to Sonic, defend Dr. Eggman for being a true feminist. He, his name will not be slandered as long as we are here. I've come to make an announcement. I love women. <laughs> I think all women should have equal standing in society. <laughs> now watch me shoot a laser at the moon to prove my point. Nobody can stop me. Not the women and not the men. Equally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, that was a fantastic... I had no idea what this correction was going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Before we started, I said I was going to correct something I said in another episode. <laughs> No, no, I just expected it to be like something like you said. Oh, I read this thing online, and that's not true. I guess it is I, that. I'm, but... I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Dorco. 
unfortunately, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, the, that research I did was the highlight of this reading session. <laughs> yeah, this is, you know what, even surprisingly for, I have so many self-deprecating, deprivating uh, jokes in my notes here about myself and my optimism of this comic where it's going to be a rough one, fellas. It's okay. It was just a bad episode. I remember. I remember not liking it, but we had a we had a delay this a week, so I all remember so much. All I remember right now is that it was bad. <laughs> That's how bad it was. We had to hold off a week. Yeah, everybody was so upset. Um, Darko, you want to tell us uh, what uh, comics we were reading this this week? I'll read off the list here of. Uh, so we went through Sonic Super Special Number Four: Return of the King. Sonic Super Special number 7, the Image Comics crossover. Uh, and Sonic issue number 57, Knuckles issue 10 and 11, Sonic 58, and then finish with Knuckles number 12. Now, if you're wondering why it's so weird and wacky, this, this reading order of jumping between Sonic and Knuckles, it's because they decided to play a little game. They were like, what if we start the story here, continue the story here, and then end it back there again? Well, that's just typical comic books, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're wondering yeah. why this is, it, comic books are a mistake. <laughs> wait, wait. This was an era where you could be reading the Amazing Spider-Man, and the next part of the story would take place in the Spectacular Spider-Man, and finish off in Peter Parker, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, before ending in an Avengers book. Well, that's exactly what's happening here. <laughs> And and for those of you that don't know Marvel, it'd be like if a story started in Batman, continued in Batman and Robin, went to the Nightwing comic, and then ended in Booster Gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, and then we have the crossover, which is completely out of left field. I good God, I can't wait to talk about that one. It's I'm so excited to hear specifically you talk about that one because i am so every time i read it and reread it i'm like i don't know what's happening i don't understand i don't think you're gonna expect what i'm gonna say about it so well i'm excited to hear whatever it is but let's let's get rolling because we do have quite a chunk to cover so uh let's start with the sonic super special number four because it is right on the heels of our last session um return of the king and uh this comes after two towers by the way (laughs) I was trying to avoid that joke. <laughs> well, we got rid of it early. Let's go on. All right, Bob. Uh, first, Darko, tell us who the writer and the artist are, because I'd like to keep track of that. Uh, Return of the King, right? That's uh, Carl Bowlers and Sam Maxwell. And then there's another story in there, uh, but I guess we'll get to it as we get to it. Uh, Bob, go ahead. Give us the summary of the whole, the whole of the whole issue. Special. It's already a, the whole issue. Got it. It's already a really big summary. I'm already overwhelmed. But um, <clears throat> Acorn seemingly recovered from his delusion from when he threatened to dismantle the roboticized people. Though it turns out not everybody else in the room trusts him yet. Uh, except, oh, never mind. Um, King Acorn is fully transformed into an emerald and demands his royal troops to dis- <clears throat> dismantle the Robians. Hours later, we see our heroes survive an airship crash. They find the Royal Guards, who ignore Sally completely until the Sonic Forces... The Sonic, until Sonic Forces one of them to talk. Uh, the Orange Trooper informs Sally that... 
<clears throat> it is Acorn who is responsible for turning uh, Mobotropolis into a war zone. That w was Sally who told him that the Robians are a threat to society. Uh, Sally didn't know such thing, obviously. Uh, the gang checks out on the Robians who have unfortunately fallen for this ploy, threatening to shoot. Uh, Sonic is in the middle of trying to earn Uncle Chuck's trust when the latter is suddenly shot and presumably killed by the orange guy. Uh, Sonic threatens to kill him, but his parents stop him. Uncle Chuck is still alive, much to everyone's confusion, um, including the reader, probably. Uh, Sally tries to make sense of everything, and Sonic comes to the conclusion that Exus the Wizard is behind all the trickery. He goes into the courtroom of Castle Acorn to call him out. Acorn arrives, revealing Exus is using his body like a puppet. Uh, the gang gives chase. Sonic is able to weaken Exus using the sword of whatever, but Exus threatens to leap off the building to destroy Acorn's body. <laughs> he makes the jump. Sonic follows and catches him. I ran out of breath. I had to make a <laughs> the sort of whatever bit was. <laughs> that was good. Sonic catches him. Somehow the sword prevents their death. Um, Ixus has left Acorn's body, but unfortunately this leaves him in a state of permanent crystallization. Never mind. No, it doesn't. <laughs> That's the King Acorn story. Um, and then for the other thing. Um, the down, down under and thing. out in down under <clears throat> oh yeah hold on real quick uh yeah. I, I guess i just kind of forgot to wrote, write it down <laughs> oops but i'm guessing it's this story where the other writer is mike gallagher and the artist nelson ortega i think is this our first time seeing nelson ortega i feel like we've seen the art before but i'm not remembering <laughs> i don't remember uh, yeah anyway down anyway. and out and down under. The Freedom Fighters lounge at a campfire. Antoine and Bunny tell the story of how um, they escape the clutches of Crockbot and the Combots during the events of Endgame. I forget the name of these two animals that accompany Bunny and Antoine, but anyways, one of them has claws sharp enough to cut locks, Barbie. allowing him to escape a cell. Um, they overhear a call between Crockbot and one of his Combots to learn that the th other three down under fighters are still alive. And in about, like, one panel, they fight their way through the fortress and get their guys out. Uh, meanwhile, the Airbus heralded for Robotropolis will be departing soon. Uh, <laughs> Crockbot. <laughs> he reveals to a minion that a tiny nuclear bomb um, was loaded onto the cargo and then is, to, is supposed to be installed in Robotnik's worm to blow his ultimate annihilator, the Smitheroons. The down on the gang get into a fight with Crockbot while Bunny and Antoine make their escape. They sneak into the Airbus and find a computer screen picking up a broadcast of Robotnik laying out his big plan. And my cat is at the door when I'm in the middle of the podcast. Um, <laughs> the two plot to stop him and Bunny decides to look up readings of power sources on the computer. They find an image of a combat with a shiny square on his chest, which means that this specific combat carries a tiny thermonuclear bomb, obviously. They beat him up and snatch it from him. The flashback pretty much ends there, explaining how they were able to get that kind of bomb during the events of Endgame. Because that never really got explained, apparently. Our story ends with the Freedom Fighters getting a postcard from the Down Under people saying their battle events crocked by went well. The end. Alright, now I remember. I, I think I was under the impression of uh, this was the story in that was put into Endgame, so I just kind of skipped it. Uh, was, was I mistaken for doing that? <laughs> I think it was. I I think this story came before they did the Endgame special, um, and that one had more. It was more fleshed out, obviously. I, but it's pretty much the same. It's it's right. just a retelling of that, but like in a very abridged way. Um, 
Yeah, but everybody loves Anton and Bunny, and we we love to we love to see it. We love to hear it. <laughs> love to see it. We love to see it. I'll, I guess I'll put this here, even though it's a little early. I, I guess there's not really much to talk about this, but I love this single <laughs> bit. The fucking SWAT bot steel drum. It was a what cute a, what detail. A, it's, that's good. I, I'm sure you get the reference. <clears throat> I'm going to assume it's Star Wars. Of course it is. I completely yeah. forgot that was in Star Wars. <laughs> I, I like, forgot when you said thing. it was a reference, I was like, oh yeah, I guess that was a thing. <laughs> I, I assume they didn't Ewok. eat the SWAT bots, though. <laughs> well, <you never> know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I forgot that the Ewok just ate the stormtroopers and then used their heads as steel drums. Yeah, a lot of people forget they were going to eat Han and Luke, so I mean... Yeah. Hungry. Um, so I guess starting with the beginning, uh, Return of the King. Oh god, where do I start? Da, 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 da. The heroes have won, or have they? One of the first lines, I... I think it is very funny. I will just start with the screenshot that I posted, which happened very oh like near God. the beginning. What is wrong with this man thing? All the faces in this specific panel are weird. Also, the fuck is that thing? What is this? What, what animal is that? I don't know. One of them's a monkey. It's Three a, of them it's are a, monkeys. I I shall refer to these things as uncles going forward. It looks like a lemming. Is what it looks like. They all have I, like, some specialized. Like, Why is he the Lorax? <laughs> oh, that's what he is—a Lorax. That's it. I think. That's oh, I, I didn't even consider that. Thank you, Bob. All right. Despite the fact that all these guys are so weird, I do think that it's nice that they're starting to include more like background characters and scenes. I love that. Att- like I get attention to detail, like that flavor i guess i just think it's really funny that the first scene we get with like the gang talking to the king and how the king is like oh i'm finally not insane and i'm also a good guy now and everybody's first reaction is just question marks and all i could hear in my head is the paper mario (laughs) (laughs) i I think i just think it's like everyone is more suspicious of the king being good rather than bad and i thought that was really funny because he's such a shithead um he just unleashes a an army of troops where were they when robotnik was taken over what where did all these people come from camino yeah you're so right i can't believe it Today's theme is going to be Star Wars references, I guess. I guess so. Somebody says Shiver Me Timbers when Sonic starts, like, fighting some of the troops. And I thought, or the, like, Robians in the warehouse. Why did he say Shiver Me Timbers? There's just so many moments where I said, why is this happening? He's a sailor. I guess so. I kind of wish that Sonic would have just stabbed the man. (laughs) I think that's really funny. Also, may I just add, Mr. Bowlers, you do realize you were just writing a very tragic scene where Sonic thought his uncle, whom raised him pretty much, died. And you cut the tension with a shitty gag when he gets flashbanged by the sword of what, uh, what was it, a uh, Kodak moment 
like Sonic just says that after holding his dead uncle in his hands. B- bad, sorry, very bad. <laughs> Not n- no cohesion. Stupid, bad. Um, I also took me a second to realize that Uncle Chuck's hole was fixed by the sword. I was really confused. I was like, why did he have a hole in one scene and then no hole in the next? Um, the soldier being good job, like, so- yeah, go ahead. Oh, I said good job, sword. Yeah, sword saved Thank the day. You, it's it's Sonic and the Black Knight started here. Um, the soldier being like, oh, it was not me, it was my brother, that whole fucking conversation. Could you have not written a less, like, idiotic lemming trooper or something? I feel like it makes us doubt his words more than anything else. Like, oh, that was my control. <laughs> uh, the king, of course, is okay at the very end. Boo. We hate the king. Boo. Step down. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Nobody likes the king. And then shout outs to, um, shout outs to Car Allen from Sask, Canada for this fantastic piece of Knuckles art at the end of the comic. Looks really good. Also, uh, shout-outs to Andrew Dickman. but a really funky-looking Sonic. I like it. Wait a minute. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> huh? Wait a minute. Hold mm. up. Wait a minute. Isn't that Andrew Dickman? Holy smoke. I, don't know I didn't even notice that when I was reading. I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> Hold on. Who's Andrew Dickman? He... I've seen his art on the internet. <clears throat> I've seen his furry art all over the place. <laughs> I is and it of him? course furry art is another thing that all goes back to <laughs> It all goes back to <laughs> Andrew Dickman, if you don't know, made some popular web comics back in the day. Um furry or not, they were pretty good. They weren't really um lewd. They were just web comics. They're pretty good. Got good art in general. He um, he uh, did an intro for Spoonie, I believe. I think you're right. Now, if this is the same Andrew Dickman, that's if pretty wild. I'm should I email him and be like, <laughs> "Hey, is this you?" I'm doing. We're doing. <laughs> if you want, yeah. I'll, I think I'll do it because I'm kind of curious. He just has his email. I'll just email him like, hey. Actually, he's 41 years old. That would line up perfectly for when this came out. 14? 20-something? I don't know. what The 19... Yeah, I think that's right. That's it all goes wild. back to that guy in the glasses. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. <laughs> Thank you, Megafire. You've we can now have a straight line from Nostalgia Critic to Turok. I, <laughs> it's all I, thanks to I don't Sonic. Know, I don't know how straight the line is to Turok. It's, it's, it's not a straight line, but it's a line nonetheless. Right, I'm going to take the mention of Turok as a sign of... Uh... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's, yeah, get yeah. let's get back. Let's, let's get yeah, back. Let's get back. Anyway, this this uh, issue it was okay. It was it was kind of a lot of nothing. I mean, it was a lot of something. It just it feels like the payoff kind of like nothing. Ugh, everything was oh god. It feels like such a high stakes problem 
was kind of nothingized. I don't know if that's that's not a real word, but it just everything was so downplayed at the end. It was like, bro, your your kingdom looking like a freaking war zone. How are you gonna regain the trust of your people? That's ah, okay. He's not crystals anymore. I didn't like the writing. <laughs> it was very. I feel like hard. a lot of Ix's shit is falling short for me. <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm not liking this new film. It just feels like they're playing, like, they're dipping their toes in the water and pulling back every time. It's like, oh, we want to make Ixus a big bad guy. Eh, not really. He's going to go away now. Oh, we, but well, look at what he's doing. He's, oh, and eh, it's okay. He runs away after the end. I'm like, no, dude. If you're trying to write him to be a villain, like a main antagonist, you got to just commit. And they didn't. And, I mean, a little bit later it gets better, but that's what this whole Sonic quest is supposed to be about. Not yeah. the comic Sonic Quest, but the upcoming plot line. Now, you know, I that's all I had on this one. Actually, mm-hmm. I didn't really think about that because now I'm like thinking about it. Of like, you know, you have like the 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 gap left when Eggman died, and then you you had Mister Elephant, but then he was sealed in the Master Emerald. Like, oh wait, he that's kind of dying. <laughs> and then that's that's media death, baby. And then you have ex- Nagas here. I mean, I, I know these guys come back, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a really weak, like, I mean, if you think about it, especially in the perspective of somebody reading these, like, month to month, you're kind of like, I mean, you're giving blue balls on the villain aspect of things. There's just no, like, standing plot, I guess. I guess, I guess the there's still, like, the p- plot thread of, like, um, Snively could ease... He's plotting something. He's scheming. He'll he'll do something, <laughs> and that's just kind of all we have, unless they introduce more bad guys or or bring back Robotnik. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Which they seem to really like doing. They like Going to remember. They like to like reference Robotnik, and and like they're like afraid to be like, oh no no, he's dead, he's dead. Let's let's keep it dead. And of course, you know, he comes I mean, back. It's some sense, like that's fine. Of like. You know, he, he he has such a strong effect on the world. There's still robots around and against Snively, but yeah. yeah. No, I like that. I do. I think it's good. I just think that the, some of the aspects of it are a little ham-fisted, especially looking forward in a couple issues. <laughs> <sighs> I, I have some positives to say about that, but I, we got to get there. Um, Anybody else have any anything to say about this? I mean, the Down Under stuff is sort of, again, it's, it's pretty much the 50th issue again, except, like, super abridged, which makes it kind of funny because it's like a Benny Hill-style, like, sh- shortening of that story. Or it feels like everything's moving at hyper-fast speed. Probably just move on, eh? All right. Yeah, I, all I have yeah. to say about it is I did like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Agreed. Do we move I, on yeah. to... This one was all right. Was... Did they not explain how they got the little tiny bomb up until this point? I feel like Cause... they did. I don't know. I feel like they used it in the finale, and that part... Like, they with, they like, used it there. It's just that they suddenly like have it, unless there was a part in Endgame that I missed that explains how they got all of that. I just know that they came from down under in the yeah. limp with i think with it i i don't remember though yeah but i was, I was just curious it doesn't matter um I'm, do I'm we want to move into the uh 
<laughs> the super special seven the crossover right now or do we want to say that for a little later uh, we can let's just get it over with yeah let's get it over with okay it's i mean no reason not to do it in order i think yeah 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 let's so. let's go let's get it let's let's do it let's go bob give us okay because this, this is a big summary <laughs> oh actually uh dorko tell us who did the art and the writings on this well don't get too excited because it's ken penders uh, the, uh, the artist is uh, Jim Valentino. Image really let that happen. They let Ken Penders write this. <laughs> Did Ken Penders do this? <laughs> Did Ken Penders do this? <laughs> All right. Cloud's, Cloud's tribe just looks at this comic. <laughs> Was Ken Penders here? <laughs> Uh, all right, go ahead. <laughs> no, what is that? <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> what is that? I. It's the second page of the comic. There was just a girl on. I don't know who she I, was. She in the comic even? I don't know. My first assumption is that this was Particle, but I forget what she looks like already. So I, I just looked at Anime Girl and like immediately reacted. There's just how to draw anime here. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, our, our hero named Particle from the other thing that we're crossing over with. Um, she accidentally teleports to the Sonic world. The Freedom Fighters are like right there, mistaking this human for an overlander. Um, Particle pushes a button that knocks the whole gang out. If anyone wants to explain what her superpowers are, please do, because I don't know anything about her. Um, <laughs> she makes her way to the Zoot Shoot of all places, the tunnel that leads to the emerald that has imprisoned uh, Mammoth Mogul. Uh, Knuckles is guarding the emerald. She offers to shake Knuckles' hand to show that she means no harm, only to actually knock him out. Particle then uses her device to uh, transport herself in the Mammoth Emerald back to her own reality. We cut back to Particle talking uh, to this blue suit man, but then cut to a red-haired woman holding her at gunpoint as Particle appears to have knocked this dude out. Uh, Particle tricks the red-haired woman to sleep as well so that she can escape before anyone can learn about Particle's abilities. I know nothing about the comic book series that we're crossing with today, so instead of trying to understand who these NPCs are and why the government is after this woman, I'm skimming ahead to the shot of Spawn staring down a bunch of Sonic characters. Uh, it appears that the Freedom Fighters have made their way into Particle's universe and are hoping to retrieve the Lost Chaos Emerald. Uh, Sally... My cat is scratching my chair. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> you made me lose where I was in my summary. <laughs> Sally. Uh, I can't find the word Sally. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, Sally consults Nicole, who reveals um, the lady that showed up was from seemingly nowhere in the world, and the emerald is nowhere to be, nowhere to be found on Mobius. The rotor finds a motorbike of unknown origin. Um, the gang uses it to travel across space-time, then they pick up energy readings on some other planet, which is Earth. Well, it's like Our Earth, 5Ds. Probably. Um, the gang asks a kid for help, then Shadowhawk equips himself, the same kid, um, with his superhero outfit. Um, they take the bike through New York and get chased by a cop dragon. Um, Union shows up, and Paragraph. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I meant when I wrote that I already forgot um, 
the gang picks up more emerald readings in a train car. Uh, they get attacked by some bad guy who seems to have enough awareness about the future that he knows a thing or two about Knuckles and the emerald. Um, the car flies through a wormhole after the emerald gets zapped by a laser. Um, everyone except this bad guy appears to have gotten knocked out by the trip through space. Some swap bots arrive to aid our villain in securing the emerald. My voice cracked like hell. I need some water. Well, while Bob is drinking some water, I want to point out that Shadowhawk does the Belmont walk. I think that's really funny. <laughs> Yeah. Let's hit those showers. Let's hit those showers. Let's it's time to hit the streets again. Let's hit those showers. <clears throat> uh we cut to Particle speaking with the doctor, saying she did her part. Now live up to your end of the bargain. Um he tells her to fuck off so that he can look at his box that the swap boss want to show him. Uh Particle proceeds through um some prison cell to come to Anita's rescue. The box is hiding a large purple man. Um, the rest of the prison cells open, freeing up the Freedom Fighters and these other comic book heroes. Um, our gangster tries to secure the emerald. Dr. Man intervenes by zapping the emerald with a laser, flaunting his ability to adjust reality to whatever time period he wants. Knuckles meditates to the emerald, and everybody gets zapped back to their proper universe via Chaos Emerald Telepathy. The end. This fucking sucked so bad. <laughs> No, I have never seen such an action-packed load of nothing. Who are these people? Did anybody who read freaking Image Comics care so, about any of this? So, all right. Is this Buckle. is this what real comic books are like? I'll take my shitty Sonic comics over this. No, they're not. So, all right. Buckle in, boys. Harper's about to go to town in here. <laughs> oh boy. Right, let's, oh, let's, let's ready, see. ready? Here we go. Here we go. Mm. I've never read Image Comics. <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> so none of this. I, got, I do have some things I have to clarify, though, that were in yeah. the summary. But first, let me mention, uh, this comic actually pointed me in a direction of a comic I didn't know about. And that was the Batman Punisher crossover. And I'm Pray like, tell, how did you reach this 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 crossroad? Uh, they mentioned in the editorial's note at the beginning. Oh, it literally says the guy that worked on this worked on Batman Punisher, and I'm like, I have to read that at some point. <laughs> right, I should be reading that instead. <laughs> I should be. It's like the ultimate dynamic right there: the dude that kills everybody and the dude that has the no kill rule. But they're going at the same goal. Come on. That's interesting. And that then by the end of the story, they shake hands and decide to kill a guy by stuffing dynamite down his pants. <laughs> that's a different Batman. That's not. That's not mainline Batman. That's that's Keaton Batman. Keaton Batman kills everybody. I just, you know, right. if you, you read, read this comic backwards, it feels like it's a little more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did that today for some reason because I'm insane. I was like. There was like a moment where I was like reading two of the pages and I had to go back and forth and I like accidentally read it backwards because of that. I was like, you know, so it's really funny that she's looking at Mammoth Mogul, asks about the energy and then says, fantastic. And wow, a, a, an emerald with an elephant in it. And then she just zoops back up the zoot shoot. <laughs> I, I just I think that that is the the intended way that they meant for this to happen. So. <laughs> so so Bob, you mentioned the guy in the red suit and the red haired girl. Um, yeah, I skipped. I skimmed through a lot of that because I was getting they, bored fast. No, 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 no. You, 
you missed what they were referenced to. What is that? They are Wolf Scolder and Lana Mully. Is these it the are, Kong girl? Th- these are very obvious knockoffs of Fox Mulder and Lana Scully from X Files. I see. Are they real it's, comic book uh, characters, though? No, it's 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 fake versions of Scully, um, Scully and Mulder from X Files. So this this is also an X Files crossover. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna Can't say pick. like, funnily enough, I was confused because I I didn't remember what their actual names were, so I was like sitting there like. Like, was there, like, an image X-Files comic or something? Like, why are they here? <laughs> why why this, are Molded Scholars here? This comic genuinely just turns into an X-Files episode for the middle part. <laughs> I mean, like, it's one thing, like, we've mentioned before, like, you know, claims of Ken Penders not being interested in Sonic and, like, writing Sonic comics. But I think this is, like, a really funny thing of, like, having the task of making a crossover between Sonic and Image Comics and then just being like, you know, actually, I just want to write about X-Files. <laughs> like, let's start the story with something completely unrelated and also my original character. <laughs> Dude, there was freaking Spawn and they had one scene why with couldn't, him. I don't even know anything about Spawn, but why couldn't this be a Spawn crossover? Okay, that, uh, Spawn okay. Had one line. No, he said no. That's that, okay. Only... That also cracked me up because, like, <laughs> the one thing I knew about this comic beforehand is I've seen that panel before of Spawn, like looking at the Sonic characters. So, like, I I was in a bit of like disbelief and laughter when it sunk in. Like, wait, that's it? <laughs> he just stands there and goes no. <laughs> it it's it. It's a very sexy no if you hear he, it in his voice. Dude, and the voice. best part is they just ask him for directions. Do you know where we are? No. no. And that's it. And he's he's checked out. He's he took his check <laughs> and he left the office. I'm off to go fight Batman now. And let me just say, Spaz made a pretty cool, like little piece in the middle of the whole comic, and, and Spawn is there and all these like, like he's the heir, and everybody else on that cover, it's not a cover, but in that, like, spread, is in this comic. But Spawn is there for one panel. Two panels, all right. But, like... Dude, look, look guys, we have Spawn in our comic. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. Everyone in this call at least knows about Spawn. And it's probably not from any of the comics. No, I know him from Call of Duty, War, War Zones. He's in that now. <laughs> you probably know him from Mortal Kombat or Soul Calibur. I I just I I'm just at like at a loss of like who the hell is Fishman Stew? Who is this this woman who can like use a computer to warp reality? Who who's this clown lady? Hawk man question mark <laughs> i i have seen images of what's his name the Shadow max Hulk. before oh the, the fucking fe- butt chin yeah the weird teeth chin dude man who has a giant chin that's pretty good actually he's pretty good i'll accept them he's got a giant chin what gets me is that they're calling back to like stuff that happens in both comics you know like there's a footnote pointing you to like 
whatever image comic this happened in, and I'm like, I'm not going to read all these image comics to get a reference to one line, you know? Like, I was going to say, because I, I, no I couldn't remember if the comic footnotes were here. But <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I guess it makes sense they would be. There, There is. But uh, if I were an image fan, you know, they do footnotes to Sonic, too, and I'm like, I wouldn't read all this Sonic stuff just to get this one line. <laughs> Refer to Velocity miniseries number two. Who is Velocity? Why do I care? Oh, is she the clown? Why is her name Velocity? Oh, she's fast. That's right. Sorry, I'm having, like, realizations as I'm, like, re- like, <laughs> Oh, I thought there was, like, like, some weird bit, but that's just- You're just you. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> stupid. Can't- Ken Penders gave every superhero a gargantuan chin in this, by the way. Superhero staple. Yeah, he gave it to even Spawn. Spawn doesn't have a super big chin, though. Yeah, for one panel. <laughs> yeah. I just... That, I don't understand the Spawn thing. He's on the cover. It's like that was going to be the big thing, and then he's just there for one one panel. Do you know where we are? No. It's just a real, another really am, funny either. example of um, false advertising. This, um, it actually reminds me of, there was a Marvel comic. I forget the character because that's how obscure she was. But they had a cover with her and Wolverine doing some cool, like, action pose. There's this tiny little footnote in the corner of the issue that just says, Wolverine does not appear in this issue. Hmm. Yeah, they should have done that in this one. Uh, Spawn does not appear in this issue. I was looking at my... They should have just not. They should have done this. Looking at yeah. my notes, like I'm, I'm remembering that there's a part where, like, with the jail cells, and like you see shadows of characters that are like you know cheeky references, and I just you have Batman, okay, Spider Man, all right, and then Popeye. <laughs> He he's the he's the one that really deserves to be behind. <laughs> but that was that was just a surprise for me. I'm like, oh, I did. Well, now I gotta I gotta go find those. Oh, um, so we don't forget it. I also don't like this. Oh God, hold on. What? I'm sorry, my computer's fighting me. I had to post this image again because I hate this. <laughs> I despise this. <laughs> Oh man, I I, I don't, remember you posted this out of context a few nights ago, like like a week ago, and I was like, "This is the up." I'm just gonna post I, the uh, the art of the yeah, references really. in the jail. Cell. I didn't notice so, Popeye. <laughs> so so how do these eyes work? Are the you know, are the lights shining through their <laughs> eyes to make the shadows? I guess so. We just don't know. He has no eyes. I By don't the way, like that, this image. That, you man, that, I don't like this image of Sally and. <laughs> guy what's his name Shadowhawk. yeah uh i feel the need to mention that that is absolutely batman the animated series batman that would line up for when this was out i think yeah considering the art style it makes sense (sighs) i have nothing else to say about this i don't care about anything that happened in this issue i never did every time i reread the series is the one issue i never read (laughs) uh is this important at any point? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I was going to say, I'm like, is, is Spawn really important to telling these guys no? In about 50 issues, it'll be really important to remember that Popeye is in the Sonic multiverse. 
<laughs> oh, I guess this is our one of. I guess the kind of important Knuckles is fucking Jesus Chaos powers. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's unique it. here, but <laughs> no, no. But it's a pretty. I mean, that's the that's the one. Man, a typical Ken Penders. You're in a crossover with Image Comics. And Knuckles is the one that saves the day. I was laughing yeah. about that. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> I, I, no, I also wrote down here, like, I guess they said the master chaos emerald. We're getting closer, boys. <laughs> We're getting there. Fellas. Baby steps. <laughs> It'll take a bit. They have to fix. All right. Imagine that's the retcon. This is the issue that retconned it. Well, I, you I have think to read the. <laughs> I think this is the first time they called it the Master Chaos Emerald. <laughs> and that's God why this issue is a hundred percent unskippable. Important to read. <laughs> it's very important. We need I, to see it. I give this issue uh, one spawn cameo out of one hundred. Who knows? Maybe the ripple effects of this issue were actually more predominant in the uh, Image comics. Uh, <laughs> imagine if this crossover led to fucking, like, Chaos Emeralds all over Image comics. It may have. Could, we don't know. Could Supersonic beat Superman? I think so. I just remembered something else I could mention is... Uh... <clears throat> The characters Particle and Dr. Ian Droid are from Ken Pender's creator-owned series, The Lost Ones, which had yet to be published at the time. And uh, only one issue of that was published. Huh. Classic Ken. So he also used this crossover to, to build, up his his own own, build up his own comic book. <laughs> I mean, dude, listen, I gotta respect the hustle. I gotta respect the grind. No, yeah, that's... I guess sure <laughs> so i give this if if you guys like x-files you might like the middle of this comic <laughs> if you like x-files you might like uh eight pages of this comic for, for some reason they decided to use why x-files why because i don't know man I, I think it's just like i like this thing i'm gonna put it into my comic book like <laughs> I, th I think that's all it is <laughs> But so much Man, of it. Word so easy. <laughs> Man, I'm easy. making this. I'm making this original series. You know what? I like Batman. I'm putting Batman in. They have had no problem doing that thus far. <laughs> yeah, I think. You know, I would say I would like this comic more if it had other characters in it. I don't think I would. If if you took out all the image characters and just replaced them with like DC characters, it'd still be a shitty comic. There'd just be nothing. There nothing. Nothing is happening. It's, I don't know what's of, happening. Instead of Spawn being there for one panel, it's Batman there for one panel saying no. <laughs> Actually, no. Maybe maybe if you made like Shadowhawk Booster Gold or something, then we'll talk. Oh, actually, that would be an interesting. Actually, I, I could, I would kind of want to read that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind reading that one. I like Booster Gold; he's neat. But yeah, I, I guess we could move on uh, from this. Yeah, I think I think yeah, there's well, nothing uh, else. To, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say? Thing bad. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's about, <laughs> right, that about cool. covers it. I, I feel like there's something else yeah. I wanted to mention, but I've suppressed it. Oh so. uh, no, let's hear it. No, I don't remember what it is. I said I feel like I wanted to say something, but I don't remember what it was. Dang. 
Alright, I, I can't wait for the next Sonic crossover. I know that one's better. Yeah. Well, first we gotta jump to Sonic number 57. Oh Take boy. us away, Bob. So after all those messes we just had, this one's a lot more low-key. Um, 57 is where Rotor shows up saying he found an old helmet of Robotnik's. That lets you see into the future. Um, Sonic puts it on. It instead shows the past. And we get flashbacks of Robotnik taking over and being a fucker. And as well as a glimpse of moments and characters from old issues. Just a giant old recap. And just as the recap reaches the current time, the helmet goes haywire and Sonic tosses it out the window before it explodes. Afterwards, Sonic does some catching up with his parents and says some nice things to Sally before he leaves on his uh, before he leaves with Tails on his journey to stop Ixus. That's it. Yeah, number fifty-seven I've, was very. Um, I've got three things to say about this comic. And I've that's got all one thing to, to say. say before you say anything because this okay. is for you. They're here for you. <laughs> <They're> here. <laughs> I got two things to say about this comic. <laughs> Because you just mentioned one of them. Thanks. Cal and Al are back. Let's go. I, I literally, in my notes, I was like, Ayo, they're back for you, Harv. <laughs> the return of Cal and the, Al. The other thing I had to mention is right next to them. I'm so glad to see Scratch, Grounder, and Coconuts again. <laughs> I, I liked this. This was a, but, cute, uh, it was a cute thing. It's like usually animes but, do this where they have like this, the one episode that like does a flashback the, remembrance. The last thing I have to mention is why I despise this comic. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, I'd never need to see Inflation Sonic again. And oh, bad. that's the other screenshot I took. <laughs> exactly. And I get to see it again and again. <laughs> and, and you cropped Pseudo Sonic out of this. I can't even see Pseudo Sonic. No, you don't get Pseudo Sonic. You just get, yeah, you I just get. ooh, I'm so big and round and full of debuffs. I'm, I'm looking at Pseudo-Sonic's nose, and it's fine. I think this is cute. I like this. The fact like that they're it. just referencing yeah. back all the old stuff. But they're doing it in a way that's just like, hey, remember this stuff? You know, it's kind of what we keep, we're keep we keeping for continuity's sake. I don't know. I like this. It's kind of nothing. Oh, you but... know what? You know, I'm wrong. There's one other thing I had to mention. Mm-hmm. The, uh, this comic also gets a uh, one-spawn cameo. Oh right, because it, it did. It showed us. It showed us the superheroes uh, <laughs> monster thing that Robotnik did. Yeah. So there, there's another spawn. That's all I got. I it mean, is, it's just a flashback comic. It's cute. It's short and sweet. It's, it's nice. It's kind of a, yeah. uh, insane to like read through and get a reminder of the progression and what we've what we've been through <laughs> and what, how this comics progressed along and man i feel Never like forget if, who we've lost along the way and i do feel like if this was someone's first issue it'd be kind of shitty <laughs> this would be kind of a miserable reading experience but what can you do uh i also like our turok one flashback that's nice <laughs> It really does go back there. They really, we really hit all the like important bits that they that they decided to remember. Yeah, I d- I know I mentioned it before with them being. I know it's a flashback, but they really cannot move on from Robotnik, can they? <laughs> no, I actually had that in my notes. I'm like, ah, they're just basically like, oh, Robotnik again. But like, remember in a- Robotnik? He existed. I do like what you said earlier, Dorco, though, about um, Robotnik's impact on the world. I think that's a really good take to have on the, like, the macro narrative of, of like, all this stuff. Um, 
but this is one of those cases where I was like, this is really ham-fisted and, and silly, but also, I don't know. I don't mind, because it's like, it's just a techno babble reason for them to do like a hey remember all this cool stuff that happened on our adventures you know for over 50 issues here it is everybody let's do a recap it's a recap now, episode now i don't have a screenshot of this and i don't want to hit the print screen button right now but shout out to brian cruz aj to brooklyn new york for giving us the swankiest sonic and knuckles I feel like if you mentioned something like that, like someone oh, needs to you grab gotta a show us. I don't remember that one at all. I don't, I don't have any see it. Oh, I I still have it opened. All right, hold on. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been doing screenshots lately. We got to give uh, us the swanks. You got to give us the swanksters. I'm I'm working on it. I got to do it the old fashioned way. We love to shout out the kids drawing stuff who are probably right, okay. no longer kids anymore. I would hope not. This was back in the '90s. Yeah, you're right. There's no way they would be kids still. Adult babies. All right, it's it's coming in, boys. It's coming in. I apologize. I'm an old man, and I use print screen and MS Paint. Oh, <laughs> hey. this is good. Thank you, Brian Cruz from Brooklyn, New York, age eight. <laughs> That's his full name. <laughs> All right, I think I'm ready to move on. I don't know if any of you guys have any other thoughts, but Knuckles Ten is ahead of us. I'm ready. All right, Knuckles number ten and Dorco. I think uh, it's just Penders and Manny Gallon, right? Yeah. And Penders is writing, and then Manny Gallon's doing all the art for uh-huh. these. Okay, let's get let's get cracking, Bob. So, Julie Sue is in trouble for working for the Dark Legion. Uh, Knuckles chats with his mom, but life is far too busy. Ather and the old walkers call him away. Um, Ather and Knuckles teleport off to the Floating Island to. Somewhere in Mobius, he gives Knuckles a history lesson in which the Echidnas disdainfully migrate uh, in search of a new home to avoid dying to a comet. Uh, we briefly get a look at the Chaotix with Vector, especially upset about Julie Sue. And then suddenly an earthquake occurs, and the Echidnas that Knuckles and Ather were looking at uh, are in danger. Uh, Knuckles comes to their aid as they desperately cling to walls above the lake of lava. Then there's like ten pages of ads. That's all I wrote for that summary. I don't know why it's so short. Because there, nothing happened. <laughs> uh, let me just start. Let me just start strong with this. Where where have all the cookies gone? Where have all the echidnas gone? <laughs> I my my first. I want to say that like I'm starting to see a trend here, Ken Penders. I see what you're writing. I see, I see your internalized trauma. Why is Knuckles' family full of shitty fathers? <laughs> you know, I think Saber is the only normal person in Knuckles' family so far, which is Knuckles' grandfather, Locke's dad. Locke is such a shitty, shitty father, as we have mentioned time and time before, where he makes all these weird choices. Saber constantly questions him on this, and he constantly challenges his, like, approach to parenting knuckles and now all there we learn is the same shitter he just steals knuckles he just takes him away that's knuckles's dad really i mean like all the dads in this family are just they're quite literally the definition of gone out for cigarettes well i i appreciate this this topic and you are correct we're missing a very important thing before we start actually 
Oh, I'm sorry. What are we missing? Uh, on the cover, go ahead and add to the feet count by a multitude of numbers. Oh, you're right. I, you know, I for, I, I gave up. Um, dear listeners, there's been too f- many feet on this. Hey, don't this worry. They'll keep, they'll keep coming, too. Yeah, the cover is full of echidna feet. <laughs> feet, feet, foot. Get on my fucking feet. Um, Knuckles' mom. I just, I don't. I was so annoyed by this point reading these comics, I guess. Uh, thanks, you guys. You quite literally <laughs> ruined me. My, my note, my third note of this is. Knuckles' mom really be like, wow, your dad really taught you to be a guardian instead of a good little Christian boy? Shaking my fucking head. Like, you (laughs) fool. What do you mean? You know what you gave birth to. You know what, like, oh, I, your dad really taught you all those things about being a guardian? You know, the, the regular guardian stuff? Like, you're his mom. Do not sass your child like this for the choices he did not make. Um, she's like, enjoy being a boy by what? Going to church? What, what are you talking about, lady? Ugh, it's so annoying. Written so poorly. Before like, I could understand, you know, she's being written as this person who's like not been given access to her child, who feels like the guardian's, you know, education was, was stifling. But then she just comes back with all this BS and it's just... Ken, I know what you're trying to write here, and I I dig it, but you're doing it so wrong with this. <laughs> at this, like, I'm just so frustrated because it's like, it could have been good, it could have been a good on a high level. It, I understand, but anyway, I am, I'm so mad every time you say, uh, going to church. I immediately get that image of sh- hyper buff Shadow the Hedgehog praying to God. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> that literally Except- is the scene where she's leaning in the in the chapel and that's <laughs> with Shadow. Except in my head I'm replacing Shadow with like knuckles. Oh god. <laughs> Remington fantastic I, name this fantastic Remington Remington constantly the only grounded individual in these com- <laughs> I also love this editor's note in this scene with Julie Sue where it's like where he's like oh uh, Knuckles wouldn't remember much of his recent encounter with Enerjack and then it's just a, a note that's just you wouldn't either if you spent time as dissociated molecules. And I'm like, yeah, you idiot. Let's turn you into dissociated molecules. See how you feel. Like, don't sass me, editor. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, L plus radio plus I'm not dissociated molecules. L plus radio. L L L death note. Look, if I put you into a meat grinder. <laughs> um, we, we need to get Columbo on this case. He'll figure out what's going on. Can I just... I am tired of them having these echidna flashbacks. Where they just deus machina. <laughs> they, they just are like, guys, remember this flashback? Let's, let's pan the camera to the left. You didn't notice uh, Arcadius... 
the hobo leading our people out of Echidnopolis. Of course, because the camera was too far to the right in the last flashback. <laughs> mm, stop it. No more flashbacks and Deus Machina freaking Echidnas popping out of nowhere just to give you new plot lines. Dear dear listener, you are witnessing character development in real life right now. And also, they really had a voting for uh, leaving the city. Oh, sorry. None of us are allowed to say, what is this 1984 shit? <laughs> here, sorry, here, nobody's allowed to leave. Here we see Megafire descend into madness as he realizes... His childhood was a lie. Everything is ruined. Everything is ruined. I hate my friends. Knuckles is actually the worst. Uh, no, I would I'm never kidding, say kidding. that. No. <laughs> That'll be the breaking point. But by the time we're, we're I'm just done, joking. By the time we finish this this mini series or whatever, you'll be like, I, Knuckles is actually bad. Like if I I'm gonna buy you some Machaca beef to make you feel better. I'm going to cry. This this echidna taking shit from zero to one hundred without spare parts. This baby's had it. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right. Here's here's back to the positives. Which my my only positive note. This is so nostalgic to me, guys. You don't understand. When I talk so fondly about the Knuckles and, and the, the, the Chaotix, this <laughs> diner scene, I took the whole page and I just posted it to my friends here, my lovely, lovely compatriots. I remember this so vividly. Every time I get here, I just smile. I still enjoy this scene. Just this single page. There's something about the world building in this moment where you see just a bunch of people being whatever's like in Echidnopolis. Then you just see the boys at the diner and and then Charmy comes out and he's like, we got a We got it. We got a job, boys. We got we got hired by the by the feds to do a job. We got to find the princess. <laughs> we got to we got to find the president. We got to find <laughs> I this is I don't know. This is something about this specific there's a couple of pages in this miniseries, and I'll, and I'll bring them up as they come up, but this is one of them where I remember this exact, like, everything about these, each panel, I mean, not verbatim, obviously, but, like, seeing it, I'm like, I got, there's the guy wiping the window, windshield wipe, uh, windshield, there, there they are eating hot dogs and stuff, so, yeah, I like that, I just wanted to share that with there's- you guys. There's a good reason a lot of people, when they talk about, like, Spider-Man stuff, they talk more fondly of, like, the Peter Parker sections than even the Spider-Man sections, like, in this era. And it's just, you know, sometimes you just want some good melodrama, you know? Or just world building. Yeah, I think that's... I think that kind of encompasses my whole feelings on, like, I really appreciate the the small things that like this, but I see now as a whole, it's not quite so simple. You know, completely, uh, vaguely on topic, you know, there's a small moment, and I think this is missing in just a lot of media these days. It's just like the small little actual humanizing moments, like this diner scene. There's a scene in Batman Returns where Batman, or excuse me, Bruce Wayne at this moment, is talking about, oh, Penguin's bad, blah, 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 And Alfred gives him his dinner. You know, any other scene, he'd probably just take a bite and just keep talking about Penguin. 
Takes a bite, stops, looks at it. Alfred, this is cold. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred's mean, like, it's supposed to be cold. And he's just like, and just goes back to eating it before talking about Penguin. And I'm like, I like that little moment. And it feels like we're missing that in a lot of like modern media. Yeah. I definitely feel that there's... I don't want to jump too far ahead, but there's some moments in the the quote-unquote dark era of Sonic that has a lot of moments like those, which I think I realize that that's... Like, thinking about this diner scene, it's like... That's kind of how I feel about some of those later moments. It's kind of held me into the comic, is that those moments were really nice. And it was nice in a way where it's like, kind of wish I was me, you know, like... I wish I was in the diner with my boys talking about like how another friend of mine, you know, something you know, we gotta we gotta protect him. Like th- that's what this scene is all about. It's just they're they're just chatting about knuckles and like the situation with Julie Sue and you know everything that just happened. They're just de decompressing. It's not like they're not talking a mystic mumbo jumbo. There's no like yeah, world shattering. It's just. The boys. Yes, the character's about... not trying to be superheroes for once, so that's kind of yeah, nice. yeah. They're just the boys being boys, and then Charmy comes and he's like, "Guys, we got hired by the feds." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember when that happened to me with my boys at the diner." <laughs> Unfortunately, when I read this page, I only had two takeaways, and my first one was, uh, "I'm kind of sick of Vector and his stick of talking about how much he doesn't trust or doesn't like Julie Sue." He loves <laughs> Knuckles. Leave him alone. He's jealous. <laughs> just let him. <laughs> sometimes then, you're with the boys and you're like i don't like this guy he's smooching <laughs> in on my on my man and then my other thing is just laughing about mighty being like finally something to do and it's like well not not really but uh, it's the, maybe, but like, look, maybe, look, maybe right? one like, day guys maybe one day you'll actually have something to do but uh, look, today's not that vanilla, day <laughs> vanilla doesn't exist yet vector has only eyes for one person <laughs> knuckles his best best bud dude but once that average human-sized mother appears oh boy <laughs> why did you have to describe her like that? i get the reference i get the reference but i hate you <laughs> i'm not sure i want to know the reference <sighs> anyway I have I'm, one... sorry. I'm sorry that's the only thing i could like relate to with the vanilla these days me when me when I'm reading um, the Knuckles comics and oh, things are only th- only bad things are happening, but I promise my friends it gets better. Bad scene, man. Okay, enough bad about this scene. diner. We gotta talk about the day of fury. Yeah, the day of furry. <laughs> All right, let's move on to. I, I I'm done with ten. If we're, if we're ready, to I'm done with yeah. the day of fury. Oh wait, I forgot. <laughs> I don't remember when this was written, but I wrote down here. I'm go- I'm just gonna say this is my favorite quote of the issue of. Knuckles isn't like other boys. (laughs) 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 I'm glad you also like that quote. It's a good quote. I missed that. Who said that? Which one? Shit, I just wrote down the quote. I, I. I don't know. I don't remember where that was. The comic. <laughs> Knuckles isn't like the other boys. It's true. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Krusty Alter. Um, uh, that's pretty crusty. I hate very this. Crusty. I'm sorry. Before <laughs> uh, this is it's from eleven. 
Uh, it's the first page. Why does he look so crusty? Who who made this choice? <laughs> Pat, what are you doing, Pat? He looks so bad. I've never had like a real moment where I'm like, ooh, this is this is not good, Pat Spaziante. But this is the crustiest echidna I've ever seen. He looks like he belongs on a piece of toast. Fruit loop wearing ass. That's all I got. I don't like this crusty out there. It was ugly. Go on, Bob. Yeah, Give sorry, us a summary guys. of a Anyways. Um, with the help of a Thayer using telepathy to prevent the echidnas from taking a dip into lava, Knuckles gets everyone to safety. Uh, we briefly get another look into the chaotics, talking about Green Hat Echidna. Talking true Green Hat Echidna. I already forget that dude's name. We just mentioned it like five minutes ago. Out there? Um, no, the... What's the Green Hat Echidna's name? The... Oh, Yenar? Oh, Remington, yeah. Remington, Remington. Remington, yeah, yeah, that's it. <clears throat> They're talking to Remington, telling them to assume Knuckles' duties while he's off on his mission. Uh, he gets Julie Sue to work with them, much to their dismay, especially Vectors. Um, Athair gives another history lesson, uh, this one about when he was a guardian, and uh, his mother was um, departed to Haven, some place where the guardians go on their way to join the Brotherhood. Athair leaves the next morning, leaving Knuckles to lead the Echidna group. Uh, they arrive at the kingdom of Mercia. Knuckles meets an echidna named uh, Marianne, who is searching for her brothers. The two go on a search in the forest as Knuckles um, tells Yonar and the others to camp out. However, a bunch of robots take the echidna's prisoner as the two, <clears throat> soon as the two leave. Blah, blah. Um, they make their way back without having found anybody, only to see the echidna gang is missing. Meanwhile, Yanar is taken into a prison um, in which Sonic and Tails are also being held captive at the end. Yeah. Yeah. The boys got cum on them. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to look at that and not think that. It's very easy to do, unless you're broken. <laughs> um, I'm tired of out there. I'm so tired. <laughs> I, it sucks. I'm, he, okay, he sucks. I didn't think he sucked before, but he sucks. He's like... The weird convoluted plot has this need for you elsewhere. So I can fuck around with my mystic bullshit for a few issues. Ooh. Like, that is literally this. Like, he's doing the flashback to his past. And it's just out there. Please. I. You are a bad. You're a bad person. <laughs> The, the trio of cosmic walkers came and they said, I need you for something else. Okay. I guess I'm going to leave my responsibilities. Abandons his great-grandson to do his job in this issue, by the way. This guy sucks. He's like magic grandpa. He's like, he seems nice, but he's just as bad as Locke. He just interacts with Knuckles more. Yeah, so somehow this... it's worth. He, he's like manipulating. <laughs> Because now that someone said it um, like 20 minutes ago, it's becoming really fucking apparent that the Knuckles stories are really full of shitty dads for some reason. <laughs> and not in a way that is building up to some good writing about, oh, Knuckles is there, he suffers. But no, I, I, I just don't like it. It's <laughs> not good. I, hate it. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like. My brain's just going to like, 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 it's like the Avatar and they're all shitty. <laughs> 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 man uh 
Sonic appears at the very end. Sonic's the name. Escaping's my game. The known felon, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. I I just I I'm excited to see where the uh, Chaotix being Guardians goes, but I don't remember what what happens that plot line. So that, that may be a bad sign or a good sign. I don't know at this point. <laughs> it's tough to. Think I have a gut feeling it's just going to be a lot of nothing. Yeah, like right now, I'm just thinking like. It might just be like, like uh, okay, Knuckles is gone. Sit here. And then Knuckles is going to come back and be like, okay. <laughs> like, Knuckles, we've been sitting here for 12 hours. You know, you know, it's like just like a, almost like a, just a written ex- excuse of like, or something, you know, like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess we'll find <sighs> out. Yeah, I, I actually have like zero notes for this issue, so I have nothing to say. <laughs> I just have my summary. I just have my tirade about like out there being a shitty dad. I think the more all interesting again. stuff all comes with the the remaining issues as far as this plot line goes. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so we got number forty-eight. Uh, sorry, number fifty-eight of Sonic the Hedgehog. Now we're so this is what I'm talking about. We're jumping from Knuckles eleven to Sonic fifty-eight. You know, this one, the credits is like Ken Penders and Clayton Emery are writing. And then the art is by Art Mawinney. Who is Clayton? I don't think I recognize that name at all. He's a new writer. I don't know how often he appears. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't do any research on the like background of this these issues. I guess let's get that summary. All right. Um, Knuckles gets attacked by Robbo the Hedgehog. Um, he knocks Rob into a river, and then he asks Knuckles to join his crusade. He was just playing around. He's not dangerous. Um, Sonic remembers how he ended up in prison. Turns out some baboon robot. That I wasn't sure if it was just like a knight in armor, but I, yeah, it is just a robot. Um, he mistook Sonic for this other guy, Robbo, and locked him up. Turns out the castle is under control of some sub-boss of Robotniks. Yeah, we can't stop bringing up that one big round guy that died. Um, and they are after the Sonic lookalike. Um, so Knuckles offers some help. Um, Sonic escapes his cell and uh, <clears throat> finds the high sheriff in charge, who is actually a roboticized version of Antoine's dad. Um, Sonic frees Tails from being torture interrogated. By the way, the feet counter is about to skyrocket, and the heroes <laughs> get into a scrap with the old General de Coulette. Um, Knuckles and Rob meet back up with Marianne, and the gang make toward the High Sheriff's castle, hoping to find the missing Echidna tribe. Um, while they sneak into the castle through a hidden tunnel in a chapel, they bump into Sonic and Tails on their escape out the castle. Um, the gang unite, and they finally find Yanar about to be executed by de Coulette in front of the rest of the Echidnas. Uh, meanwhile, Dr. Quack does a checkup on King Acornoser, and he's in good health after all that's happened. Acorn starts a flashback sequence in which Kid Acorn submerges into liquid gold called the Source of All, um, some kind of cosmic matter piss where all life began. He explains <laughs> that the sword and the crown are his link to this power source. Um, years later, he would use the sword to fight off Robotnik when he started his coup, since... Um, then since Robotnik couldn't get the crown, he banished Acorn to the Zone of Silence. Acorn concludes that um, by saying that getting his stuff back, he was able to restore his body out of Emerald status. The end of 58. 
I think uh, you were right about saying like this is where things get a little more interesting. Um, I so we get introduced to quite a few new characters. We get Rob, Rob of the Hedge, uh, who is just British, old British uh, Sonic, old English Sonic, I should say. Robin Hood Sonic. Robin Hood Sonic, yeah. Um, He's like just a lighter shade of of everything. His eyes are light green, (laughs) his blue. Yeah, he's got the green eyes. It's like disappointing, but I know it's it's kind of standard in the comic in a sense by now because i think all we have is like sonic and his parents and uncle chuck but like to see like another hedgehog it's like oh it's it's sonic and it's a different color and i'm, you forgot amy. <laughs> I'm like disappointed <laughs> but like yeah like amy's the exception because you know that's a design that's good <laughs> from the right. games <laughs> right, right and then you know we have like a new hedgehog and it's sonic again and it's just you know, it's, yeah, like, again, like, I'm disappointed, but it's like, I guess that's just how it is, unfortunately. Oh, well, what can you do? <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. Um, yeah, I, that's how I think about the echidnas, too. Uh, well, yeah, of, like, of course. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, Remington is the most interesting of, of the variants of the echidnas to me. Um, it's mainly his aesthetics, I think. But also your your quote from earlier. This was the quote that I like was like this is this is the one for me from this whole session. Pardon me while I trash some robots and free some slaves. So uh, the quote so I wrote I down was I woke up staring at the ugliest bots puss ever. <laughs> I, yeah, you're much better at finding quotes. The ugliest bussy ever. <laughs> <laughs> what happened last night? Yeah, the, I, I literally wrote Sonic Foot Count. Uh, I lost count. <laughs> <laughs> I was I literally wrote this is a like with tails appearing on the freaking torture device with the feather. I was like, this is a poorly disguised fetish. One hundred percent. All right, Harvick, hit it. What are you trying to tell us, Archie Sonic Comics? <laughs> Feet count. Add to it. <clears throat> yeah, I think. Anton's dad being the the villain of this arc was really cool. Yeah, I, um, I actually thought that was pretty cool when that was revealed. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but I think the most tragic thing of all of this is that he's a foot fetishist. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tails coming out here with that classic chandelier drop. I, I don't know. This is always I love that little combat gag. I guess um, it's nice to know that. Uh, they portray being a third wheel so well in this comic. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles waving another hello. Uh, oh yeah, another good quote that I have is I'm so bad, I'm the next level of cool. Which of course I'm is a quote from I'm Sonic so the Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Um, the Do- Dr. Quack story inside was a real, uh, I forgot about that one. Um, I can't believe that King Acorn is monarchy explaining to me why the monarchy is necessary. Stupid techno babble spiritualism. Fucking Marcus, bitch. <laughs> it's time for a revolution. Fucking piss origin story. Why is it liquid gold? Why? It's high C. What is this shit? <laughs> 
Enter the Mario 64 oil slick level. <laughs> King Acorn, I need you to jump in there and go to, uh, what was it, the Dark Cavern? D- deep Dark Cavern? Hazy Maze Cave. Yeah, Hazy like Maze Cave. Hazy yeah. Maze Cave. Also, before I forget, apparently uh, Rob of the Hedge is also Amy's cousin. So that's that's a cute detail, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I... <clears throat> I forgot about that. That's neat. Cousin Rob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. It was all right. It was okay. This I mean, one, yeah, this one was all right. Yeah, I liked it actually. Yeah, I think it's better when there's not too much like stuff saturating stuff. the, muddying the waters. It's like it was like the only good one in this <laughs> session. I think. Yeah, I'm having trouble because my notes are not helping me right now. So I'm like, I, I can't quite remember like. Am I thinking of this issue or the next one? But it, maybe it's this one where, like, it, it was definitely the best one. And, like, um, it, like if, like there was, like, actually, like, action going on that was fun to read. And, like, it felt like a complete story. And, like, it was, like, the most positive experience of this session. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it was actually, like, yeah. kind yeah, of like a, a fun Sonic story for once. <laughs> and doing Antoine's dad was actually pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't say anything about that. I'm, I'm sorry, Spawn wasn't there for one panel. I hated it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not no Spawn. <laughs> no Spawn, not even in there. I yeah, I I, I like this one. Um, I think there was like the the least amount of <laughs> things I had to write on this. I mean, it was it was enjoyable because it's like sort of yeah that setup and that that kind of classic like all the heroes are sort of approaching from different angles and they're all fighting their way in or out. Um. And then meeting up together and and kind of getting getting you know immediately like all these different parties team up. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's all I got for this one. That's all I got. I guess there's a bit of a dick move on Sonic's part to be like, let's not tell Antoine about his dad. I mean, I guess, but it's also like, I get why he like he's doing it. Maybe he's waiting until he gets like instead of just calling him and saying it over the phone kind of deal it's like it's like something you don't call somebody over the phone and say you want to be in person and tell them oh i i got the impression he was just like let's just not tell them at all period oh i see okay yeah when you i guess when you just read it like that i i think it's different because later on that he that that is what he does is that he in person oh okay <laughs> I, okay if that, that's what happens and never mind <laughs> yeah yeah it, it is when it's written like this when you read out of context yes that's exactly what it sounds like though that's that's pretty bad yeah that's, that's probably what happened but we don't get to see that we get to see knuckles 12 first yeah with a strong start spaz you good man what's happening <laughs> with his eye that's not how eye works <laughs> what the hell I, mean, I think it looks fine. This is like it's obviously a choice trying the eye like that. Like that—that that is a closed eye, right? I can't even tell. Yeah, he's supposed to be like yeah. aiming. Uh-huh. All right, bro. That's, an, that's an eyebrow on the eye. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the art of trying to draw Sonic with an eye closed or an eyelid is—it's a—it's <laughs> pretty tricky. <laughs> What color is his eyelid? Is it blue or beige? You know, off the top of my head, I can't remember. I know, I'm sure people have colored it both ways. Uh, <laughs> off the top of my head, I don't remember what the games do or if they even show mm. it. Uh. Both. Both. Simultaneously flashing it's, beige it's, and blue. It's been beige and blue. some, blue and some. I think modern is blue. 
But I, I know in Sonic Adventure it was beige. I wonder if there's forum posts out there angry about the color of Sonic's eyes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There has to be. I just I don't oh, know if that, that's something to be as passionate about as compared to arms. The hit Nintendo video game arms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Knuckles. 12. Knuckles we're 12. almost done. We're on, the, we're on the finish line. All right, so Knuckles comes up with the plan to save uh, Yamar the Echidna. Um the hangman throws the switch, and then just as Yamar falls, Rob cuts the rope with an arrow and Sonic catches him. Uh, a big old fight breaks out. To get the Akinis to safety, uh, Rob stays behind as everyone else leaves the castle. Rob blows the castle up by shooting a fire arrow at some dynamite. Um, to the gang's relief, he comes out A-OK. Uh, Rob also unites with Marianne um, with her lost bros who had been hiding out in Rob's tree hut. Meanwhile, Locke gets a report from the constable that the Chaotix took up their assignment. Locke tells him to to tell Latele that he'll be in contact soon. Who is that again? That's his Knuckles mom. His mom? Knuckles' yeah. mom? Yeah. What a shitty thing. <laughs> the thing with shitty dads keeps going, oh, I'll be in contact uh, Remington, with you soon, uh, wife. Uh, okay, yeah, bye. Uh, uh, Remington, please put my wife on red. <laughs> <laughs> put my wife on red. <laughs> I'll get back to her eventually. All right. So Yamar tells Knuckles that... I guess that they're not actually Rob... married anymore. They're divorced, but still. <laughs> yeah, he's married to his computer room. Because um, <laughs> he's always there. Yamar tells Knuckles that Rob knows of the journey's end. Knuckles asks Rob about it, which causes Rob to turn pale and wander off somewhere. Um, <clears throat> Knuckles, Yamar, and Marianne all follow him to a shoreline where Rob shows everybody some kind of island ruins in the distance. Um, thanks to some magic in the water leading toward the ruins, the tribe is able to simply walk across the water like Jesus. Um, they proceed while Marianne <laughs> stays behind to live with her new love, Rob. The Echidnas arrive at Albion and are greeted by Galana, the purple Echidna. The squad makes their new home there. Before Knuckles goes back to his home at the floating island, Yamar hands him a guiding star gem. And that's the end of that chapter. Hey guys, um, <clears throat> did you love that? I, uh, I let, let, I'll get to it. Can you, Dorko, real quick, tell me, is the artist different between the last issue and this one? Well, I think I believe it's back to Manny Galea. What was the last last one? Wait, what do you mean by last one? You mean the Knuckles issue or the Sonic no, issue? No, no, the fifth, fifth Sonic issue. That was Art Mawini. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, I like General Decola... Uh, Decolette's uh, the way he looks in uh, Manny Gallon's style. It was, I don't know something about it. It was like one of those moments where it's like a character striking me. Like, oh yeah, this is this looks different from the last issue, and I like this more. I think um, just something I noticed. I I really like the way that they drew him. Um, you brought up in a great point last time where you're like they mixed the action and and like the things that were said really well last time. Because I had a note in this one specifically that was like, too much talking, not enough fighting, shut up! Because, <laughs> <clears throat> like, there's they, nothing is happening. Ugh. I don't even remember. The day of fury. I, <laughs> like, my, my, my memories are blurred, but is there even anything to fight? Like, <laughs> No, they're just kind of like doing a single punch, moving around a lot. It's weird. I mean, they were still fighting the, like, 
the bandits, the robo- roboticized bandits. Oh, right, right, right. One. Now I remember. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, this scene is so funny where Rob gets <laughs> like, like the freaking like face just walking away, <laughs> me losing interest in reading these comics. <laughs> I, I thought his reminded some fucking tragedy, but all it was was just showing him the fucking shoreline. Yeah. Rob be like, they, they they point out these ruins, and it's just like, oh great, now we have Atlantis too. What's next, Avalon? Well, I should have <laughs> shut up. That's where they go, Avalon. It's like, he comes up to the water, dude, and it's so funny how, like, who is it that was telling him what he needs to do? Y- Yamar. He was like, "Oh, this is these are all the, the things, dude." All I could think of when I was like, "Is that biblical quote where it's just like, and Knuckles answered him and he said, Ken, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water.'" And Ken said, "Come." And when Knuckles was come down out of Bercia, he walked on the water to go to Albion. <laughs> I would. I would like to point out that Knuckles says he can't even swim. Yeah. Uh, that's a plot hole. <laughs> I I distinctly remember him swimming pretty well a couple issues back. Wait. Oh my god, you're I didn't even pick that up. You're right. He was he was literally teleported underwater and he was swimming out of it. <laughs> and he swam out of the lake once. Huh. Yeah. Uh, he he's well, had I... some really bad uh, after effects from the like the previous mentioned, like oh, he doesn't remember because the particles. I'm like he he's been slowly forgetting. <laughs> he, he forgot how to swim after. <laughs> I, I shall destroy this one molecule. It's so he knows how to swim. I will destroy the swimming molecule. Also, I'm just so tired of this stupid plot of Echidna super technology. So. It's like, even though echidnas were already super technologically advanced before, there was an even older echidna race that was even more technologically advanced. What a fucking joke, man. Oh, no, that was an offshoot, a colony. I I can't wait for the next one where there's an even older version of the echidnas that are even more technologically advanced. Yeah, the Great Walkers are actually all echidnas. <laughs> The days of fury are upon us. <laughs> the day of fury. Me attempting to hide from the day of fury. I'm just all right, Grandpa. It's just a regular earthquake. Let's just get you to bed. <laughs> still, still pissed about the fact that out there is like, "Hey, Knuckles, come with me to do this thing." All right, Knuckles. See ya. You do it for me. He likes to so, just disappear. So I like how the day of fury amounted to absolutely nothing. Nope. In the end. In the no. end. They could have just had a regular ass earthquake. It would have been fine. But no, they had to call it the Day of Fury. It's the, the Day, Day of Fury. Fury. It was felt all over Mobius. You can't. That's just not a regular earthquake. It killed most of the yeah, people. Yeah, but it last affected time. none of the Mobius. <laughs> We're gonna like open the next Sonic issue, and it's like, and Antoine died at the Day. Of Fury. <laughs> 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 It was crazy. Uh, uh, the Earth split under Doc Quack and King Haycorn. And they just... Not Doc Oh, shit. Quack. I, that's what I should have said. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Doc Quack died in the earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doc Quack is good. No. Don't worry, don't worry. Doc Quack shows back up in 97 issues. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next stretch of comics because it's like it's going to focus on Sonic's like little... 
Ixus Nagus quest line, and I think that's those are pretty fun if I remember correctly. <laughs> I'm like cringing, like oh, am I right? <laughs> I guess soon we'll find out. Yeah, you guys have any like overall thoughts? Oh, I I, 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 I can't believe nobody mentioned it. The, the fact Knuckles walked on water. <laughs> no, I did. I literally read oh, the okay, biblical quote of Peter ru- walking across the water like Jesus. Uh, okay. Yeah, I made a joke about Jesus in my summary. <laughs> Never mind. I, I, I can't. I, we didn't. We didn't talk about it enough. Is I, I guess I, I spaced out both times. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about it enough. Is the problem? <laughs> yeah, Knuckles. I expected more jokes water. about I mean, the theory. Dude, the man just freaking teleported a bunch of people from a crossover back to their universes. Walking on water is kind of like it doesn't seem like anything anymore. Well, so I mean, you know, just the specific jokes about Knuckles being Jesus, and you know, you have a walk on water. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> walk on water going to Avalon of all things. <laughs> oh, what a joke! It's Jesus Arthur, Peacemaker. What a joke. <laughs> Why? I, I guess the one thing I had like, I had, like raised an eyebrow was just the quote of like, but whereas the Dark Legion epitome, I don't have to say this word, epitomized all that was bad. The Guardians came to symbolize all that was good. Like, Saber, you're coping. <laughs> Saber, you're coping. Saber, you were just telling your son how fucked up he was for trying to put his great-grandfather, who is ready to die on life support without his permission. Saber, stop defending. Stop coping. You're his father. Hit him upside the head and take life support off of Grandpa. <laughs> Whew, sheesh. I think at this point they've come to realize that our little technology plot thread is full of holes. <laughs> Yeah, I complete. I was like, I, wrote, I started writing notes about that part, but I'm like, I can't just keep ranting about how shitty Locke is. <laughs> I mean, I can, but <clears throat> I mean, that's one oh, thought I've hate Locke. one thought I've had is just the dilemma of like, man, I wonder if it's repetitive to complain about the same things over and over. But like, <laughs> in a lot of ways, these comics are like the same thing over and over. <laughs> like when when like all the times to complain about. Uh, the plot line again and again of like, oh, the characters are framed or deceived and it keeps happening. Again, we started off with that again. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole, that was one of our big points in Endgame, right? Yeah. And they fucking did it again. It's like, it, well, if it sounds repetitive to talk about the Sonic comics, it's because the comics are kind of repetitive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <clears throat> yep. Alright. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, join us next Friday for Power Rangers in Space. <laughs> uh, the advertisements truly are a godsend. Seeing those old Twizzlers commercials, the weird cereal ones, uh, it's, it's, it's a treat. Um, if nobody else has any thoughts, I've got nothing. Next 58 time. was okay. 58 was okay, but overall, bad. <laughs> Yeah, I think fifty eight was the most good in this. Like it was. Yeah, actually I, I actually kind of forgot because, like, uh, <laughs> I think like fifty eight was the one issue where I I maybe yeah I even call it good, <laughs> which is yeah. a bit of a shocker with Pender's name attached to it, but I'd call it good. I've had a couple moments like that myself earlier on. Although it is kind of funny because it's... it's also the one issue that also credits a second person, so it really makes you think. Yeah. Who's the real puppet master? (laughs) (laughs) 
<sighs> yeah. Oh, so and also, we... I, I, oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> I just remember, I, I just thought it was kind of cute that, you know, when Rob the Hedge has his, a kind of girlfriend, <laughs> and then, like, her, yeah. name, her name's a pun, and I thought it was kind of cute. Wait, what's her name? What was it, like, Marianne? Marianne. Oh, that is good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Good for Rob. Man just meets a girl, instant slayer. <laughs> Good for Rob. Good for Rob. Next time, we're going to be tackling Sonic's little adventure to hunt down... Sorry, a fly just flew at my like monitor. Um, anyway, that'll be issues 58, 60, and then we'll, we'll cover some of the Knuckles, uh, an arc of the Knuckles comics as well, uh, 13 through 15. Now, here's a question for you guys that I wasn't going to bring up on, on stream, but I think... Of, or on mike but i think it'd be kind of fun to see what you think live sonic kids baby sonic special number five sonic babies <laughs> are we gonna read it because it oh doesn't... dragon ball babies my favorite <laughs> it's dragon ball babies i feel like we should read it because i think it's funny but if we don't read it that's like a 48 page special that we don't have to read <laughs> so i would like to announce that it won't be in the next episode <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to read but I'll be, Sonic I'll be, Babies? But I'll be back after... Well, I'm going to be busy reading Batman Cross Punisher. Now, there's some good stuff in there. There's there's an old, like, uh, Mike Gallagher story in there. Like, not an old one, but a new one that they wrote. That's, like, Dude, in the you style. have such, like, an easy way to convince him to be in the next session. <laughs> the next issue is the return of Kaladin. <laughs> Oh man, I didn't want to spoil it. Oh, yeah. Well, and... the thing I read, if I click off the last page, I see the cover of the next issue. I already saw them. Okay, we're reading. Uh, we're reading Sonic Babies. Um, <laughs> oh, no. of so, course. so that's gonna be our our spread for next time, everybody. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, the next time after that, we'll have a pretty wide spread of Sonic comics to go through. So, do not despair. And no, no more specials for a little while. Although the next special is Sally Moon. So, after babies. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Darko. Thank you. To the moon. Tune into Power Rangers in Space this Friday on Fox Kids. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.